thanks for joining me on underneath the moon podcast where we connect learn practice and experience together we will learn to connect with ourselves through the energies of all the moon phases by using all of earth's elements where we will learn to obtain more abundance and gain a positive perspective let's grow and care for ourselves together let the journey begin Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Underneath the Moon podcast. We recently experienced the new moon in Taurus. How was that? How had everyone experienced that? How was everyone's energies throughout the new moon? Um, Did you feel any of the positivity coming through with the Taurus new moon? If you haven't seen my Instagram post about the new moon in Taurus, I explain what it represents. The new moon in Taurus was all about bringing you strength to really narrow in on the things that matter most to you and not to focus so much on the negativities that really bog up our minds. Um, So it did teach us to pay attention to the people and the things in our lives that make us feel wonderful, supported, and loved. What a great theme for that new moon. I love when the new moon or the full moon represents such positive aspects and really brings us to focus on the more positive things in our life rather than the things that we feel like we need to release um, or the things that we have focused too much negativity on and to let go. Um, So it was kind of a nice change to have our emotions and our brain waves and our energies and our whole being really focus in on the important things in our life that we actually truly appreciate. Um, So it did teach us to pay attention to people and things in our lives. Um, It drew our thoughts towards the simple things like a roof over our heads, the beautiful nature surrounding us, warm baths, delicious food. Um, As always, the list could go on. I could go on forever with lists, as we all know. It also brought attention to the more deep areas of our lives, such as friendships, romantic relationships, and partnerships. So the Taurus new moon helped guide us towards the things that bring positivity into our lives. Um, So yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool theme for a new moon, and I just wanted to touch base on it to see how everyone felt after that new moon. If anyone did any rituals, you can let me know in the comment section below. Um, On a different note, um, we are heading out of the long weekend here in Canada. Uh, So we have a long weekend in Canada in May that's... uh, is kind of just like, you know, we do fun things like light fireworks and all that good stuff. I ended up going up to my parents' house. It was my brother's birthday, and a few of my cousins were there, my brother's girlfriend, and my fiancé came with me, obviously, and we were just up at my parents' house. They're gone to Florida for a little bit, so we were able to enjoy their house without them there, which was nice, although it did rain most of the time, but... We got to enjoy the fire pit a little bit, have 
a bonfire and roast some marshmallows and my cousin brought his guitar and he was playing some songs and singing and we had some drinks and it was some good times. I mean, the rain kind of was a bummer, but that's weather, right? We can't really control that. We also had the celebration of the full moon in Scorpio on Saturday. Um, The energies are very much still in the air, um, so really pay attention to how you are feeling within. Instead of the past new moon in Taurus and bringing attention to the important aspects of our life and the people who we appreciate the most, this full moon brought energies with it that will, or did, cause you to focus in on yourself, dive deep into your inner emotions, how you have been feeling lately. It forces you to really dive in head first as deep as you can go into your inner emotions. And since we are in the Taurus sun and the full moon was in Scorpio, we may have noticed that our desires for certain things and people may be at their ultimate peak. Um, Our unconscious minds and desires are being stimulated by these energies that the full moon has caused. Um, So I hope everyone was weary of this over the weekend um, to all my Canadian friends. Um, As we like to call it, we call it the May 2-4 weekend. And it is a weekend where we are supposed to let loose and celebrate spring um, as it does finally start to feel a little warmer. There's always the rule here where we live in Canada that May 2-4 weekend is the weekend where you go and you buy your plants and you garden because we aren't supposed to be getting any frost overnight anymore. So hopefully there won't be any frost because a lot of people would have wasted their money if they did because I went to Costco on the weekend, on the Saturday actually, and it was packed and everyone was buying their flowers and gardening tools and mulch and soil and all that good stuff. So it was it was a pretty great weekend. I love May 2-4 because it really does bring the celebration of spring along with it. Um, so the theme of this full moon suited this time of the year perfectly. And I hope you all got to celebrate and enjoy and let loose for once for a weekend. Anyway, getting back to the season of Taurus, Taurus runs through April 20th to May 20th, so of course I leave it to the last day, right? (laughs) It is the second sign of the zodiac, and Taurus is also an earth sign, just like my sign, Virgo, and Capricorn, which makes anyone who has their sun sign in Taurus very grounded, devoted, and responsible. My brother is a Taurus, and he's not much for one for astrology i'm pretty sure he doesn't even pay attention to me when i start talking about this type of stuff he doesn't really listen to my podcast either i don't think um from what i know anyway um that's okay though i never really push it on him because i know this isn't really his type of jam but most importantly he is always there for me and that's what counts right Um, Anyway, even though he isn't much for astrology and the woo theories, might I say, um, my mom and I always tease him about his sign. Um, He might be one of the most stubborn people I know, (laughs) so we like to bug him. Just like all zodiac signs, Tauruses have their strengths and weaknesses. For the most part, as you can imagine, being a Taurus isn't so bad. 
As the symbol of Taurus is the bull, you best believe that Tauruses are very strong and clear-minded, and as I just mentioned, stubborn. When you try to move the big bull, they sure as heck won't simply just move over for you. It will take some time to coax them to take a step aside, or you won't you won't get by the bull. <laughs> it won't move for you at all. You won't be successful. So it will take a great amount of work and strength or it won't happen at all. And you have to stay at it. That's what stubbornness, you know, getting through stubborn people, you kind of have to stay at it and talk them through it. Um, so it is entirely on their terms for decisions, requests, etc. That can both be a bad thing and a blessed thing. They don't rely on other people to make their decisions. They usually come to terms with it themselves. Um, with them being so particular on their choices, it gives them strength to come to a final decision with ease. A lot of other sun signs need to speak with others and analyze their issues and work through things with a support system. So I do think it is incredible that a Taurus can come to a decision without the need to involve other people. However, there's always an however, right? Their lack in communication with others can also be their downfall. To not have others voice their opinions can cause new issues and thus a Taurus will fail to possibly examine every different angle or perspective before they make their decision. This can add fuel to the fire for certain things in the long run. So if you're a Taurus or if you know a Taurus, just be wary of the decisions that you make. Um, you know, it's not always so bad to run it by other people. And you don't always have to listen to the other person's perspective, but sometimes it's really nice to take a step back and really just appreciate other people adding advice in and maybe gaining some different outlooks on things. Taurus follows Aries. <laughs> That's clearly two very strong signs the zodiac starts off with. As we covered Aries previously, we know that they relish in the game of winning. The biggest reward to Aries is just simply winning the game. But for a Taurus, they focus more on the reward for winning. They have their eyes set on the trophies of the game, the prize. They thrive off the materialistic, physical things of this world. They will work extremely hard to make sure that they are prepared to achieve these materialistic things. For example, they will train super hard in order to prepare to win the race. They take each and every day very slowly in order to cover all the details of this training. They will not rush the process along. Rather, they will work steadily towards their ultimate goal, ensuring they will not miss any areas that need to be improved on. To many people, this may seem like a Taurus is living in excess. Um, you know, maybe just taking things a little bit too slowly or because they are focusing more on the materialistic items, it just makes them seem that they are living in excess. However, it tends to just be a part of their personality. They refuse to live in something without beauty and they refuse to live without things they love surrounding themselves with. And you know what? I don't think that's such a bad thing. Everyone's entitled to own the things that they want to own, and they're entitled to be proud of the things that they own and proud of the things that they worked very hard for. People with their sun sign in Taurus are very practical people. Needless to say, they do not live in la-la land, 
like me, I live in La La Land. I've lived in La La Land my whole entire life. If anybody knows me, they would say, okay, yes, Amy just lives in a world of pretend. But, you know, as I get older, I learn that that's not the way life is. But a Taurus definitely does not live in that type of world. Um, they are very, very realistic people. My brother is definitely one of those people. I was always this goofy kid with a huge imagination, and he was always so down-to-earth and logical. His problem-solving skills are much more advanced than mine. Um, he can often get to the resolution a lot quicker than I do. Uh, I have always been and am into the arts, and he has always been and is into math and very logical, practical things. Instead of having their heads up in the clouds, Tauruses love to have the physical and concrete evidence. Um, they rely on their senses a lot. Um, most importantly, physical touch and taste. Because that's concrete evidence, right? If it tastes bad, it tastes bad. If it feels weird, it feels weird. If it feels great, it feels great. You know, soft and nice to the touch. Or rough and not so great. And maybe it's a great cake, tasty cake that they're eating. Or a really gross piece of food that they don't like. So they really do rely on the black and white things, you know. Tastes bad, tastes good, feels good feels bad. I have a few friends who are Tauruses as well, and one in particular always has the math figured out, is always super organized and solves problems very logically as well. Um, one time I went with her to buy a car, um, and I'm such a pushover. I would have never stood up to the men the way that she did. But holy cow, did she end up with a really great deal. She walked in there knowing exactly what she was looking at budget-wise and stuck to her guns. I'm really hoping her skills rub off on me a little bit. <laughs> Shout out to you, girl, if you're listening. Teach me your ways. Really, teach me your ways because I can be a pushover and she certainly is not. She knows what she wants. She gets what she wants. She makes the decision, and it's always concrete. She never looks back. And I think my brother is a lot like that as well. He knows what he wants, and he goes after it. And his stubbornness, I mean Taurus stubbornness, makes it very, very difficult to try and change their minds. Um, they don't usually change their minds. They just go through with it. As you can imagine, the same as a bull, Tauruses have a bit of a temper and not a lot of patience to withhold their temper. They can be very quick to react to something and quite possibly overanalyze the subject. They have a hard time holding their tongue. Don't I know it. <laughs> they can be quite argumentative. However, once they've had the time to process the issue, really sit back and look at it from all perspectives, it's them reviewing their perspectives. Don't even try and give them advice on to this type of subject. They are going to make the decision on their own. Um, they are known to eventually calm down once they kind of take a step back and really look at things. Man, could I ever embarrass my brother with a few stories, but I won't. <laughs> it makes me think back to childhood things and his stubbornness. And now that I'm actually reviewing his sun sign, it just all really makes sense. Um, 
just the way he was growing up and the way he is now, a, a lot of it makes sense. Um, a Tauros would much rather live in a harmonious life, much like the bull would prefer to be out grazing without a care in the world. Um, they do not have much patience for drama, so when drama arises, they like to handle the situation and be done with it. Once they feel that they have dealt with the matter, they will go so far as to just pull themselves right out of the problem, and there's no use chasing after them. So, for an example, um, let's just say, like, you're in an argument, or I'm in an argument with my brother. Um, he does really deal with the problem quite quickly, until. He won't beat around the bush. He'll focus in on the problem, say his piece about it, and then that's about it. Like, that's as much drama as he likes in his life. So once the decision is made, as mentioned earlier, their stubbornness will not allow them to be budged or pulled away from the, the decision that they have come to. Uh, so really, once they've pulled out of that argument, don't expect to chase after them, continuing the argument. They kind of just put their hands up and be like, you know, I'm done with it. Um, with sun signs so close in the zodiac, it is so interesting to see the drastic differences between how Aries and Taurus deal with conflict and confrontation and resolution. As we have discussed, an Aries will thrive off of an argument, whereas Taurus doesn't really want anything to do with the argument and prefers to feel zen. They won't run away from confrontation, but they will definitely say their piece and then walk away from it like I said my brother does. Um, I don't think he really goes forward with approaching the subject and dealing with the argument again. I think the decision's been made and that's just how he's going to view it for the rest of his life. Um, as far as they're concerned, the argument is over. They believe that what they have said is the correct way and they will continue on to believe that. I wouldn't say that's always a bad thing though um it just means that they are very confident with who they are and what they believe in and their stubbornness just adds to it all making them stand their ground with the decision they've come to but we do need decision makers in this world right um we need a person to make a decision or else we'd all just be clueless people running around not really knowing what to do um so we need the decision makers and a Taurus is definitely some of the people to do that. They will make a decision with full clarity and confidence and I really do admire that. The same as how I admired Aries for how they deal with arguments. Um, you know, we need all of these people in this world. As I spoke about in my episode of Aries, I will always admire people who have confidence in themselves and the things that they believe in. As I've touched on, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> you almost need to break my arm in order to get me to make a decision. <laughs> Anyone who knows me, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so sorry. <laughs> However, when I finally do make a decision, I know I always stick to it. Although I wasn't always like that. I think I've said this before in some of my other podcast episodes. So maybe I've learned from my brother or my other Taurus friends and they may have rubbed off on me a bit. And I wouldn't say it's a negative thing. I think it's extremely important for strong-minded people to help others who may struggle, like me, with confidence. It's incredible when these already super confident people help others see themselves with positivity and obtain strength with their assertiveness. So overall, I think we can all agree that Taurus is one of the more stubborn signs. 
obviously. That may have been obvious since the symbol of Taurus is a bull. However, this sun sign brings energies of gratitude and desire, leaving us feeling full of appreciation and zeroing in on things we may want most in our lives, forcing us to make decisions. My fiance and I actually just bought our very first piece of expensive furniture. We've always been so lucky. We've always gotten hand-me-downs from my parents or other people that just don't need things. Um, and we have cats, so sometimes we can't always own the nicest things. Um, but don't get me wrong, like everything that we have is very nice and I love it all and it's very me. Um, but, but we bought our very own piece of furniture and, you know, it, it brought great joy to us to just do that. So yeah, we've always been very lucky. However, we have also always needed a bed frame. Um, so the Taurus energy allowed us to feel this desire and really chase after it and treat ourselves to it, which is exactly what we covered within this episode. Tauruses are very focused in on the rewards of life, the trophies. Andrew and I don't normally break down and go off of our budget, but I'm so glad the Taurus energy brought attention to this desire and that we are paying more attention to the reward for once. I think it's safe to say the Taurus vibes of wanting to be surrounded by nice things definitely rubbed off on us, um, definitely rubbed off on me anyways throughout this season. I also think it's nice to splurge on yourself once in a while. It's all part of self-care, which we cover a lot of in this podcast. We all want to be surrounded by our most favorite things, and so we should all let Taurus rub off on us at least a little bit. So I hope you've all enjoyed your weekend. Tomorrow it's back to work for me, probably along with a lot of other people, but I feel like I'm heading into this week with a clearer mindset. I always feel a lot clearer after I do a podcast episode as well, so thank you. Um, as I always do, I leave covering the zodiac signs to the last minute. I apologize for that again. But we are entering into Gemini season tomorrow, which I will be covering next for the sun sign, zodiac signs. Um, it should be an exciting one as I attract mostly Geminis into my life. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but a lot of people in my life are Geminis. Andrew's Gemini. A lot of friends that I have now and a lot of past friends are Geminis. So yeah, a lot of people in my life are Geminis and it's just crazy when I really narrowed it down I was like huh I attract a lot of I do attract a lot of Geminis so it should be fun covering that one because the Geminis can go two ways and I've gotten to know I think both sides of Geminis so I think I'll have a lot to compare um so it'll be fun uh, so hopefully you are now winding down for a nice evening, throw some of your favorite tunes on and give yourself a little self-care, indulge in the materialistic things that make you feel happy. We are allowed to do this and be proud of the items you own. Of course, we all know life isn't all about the materialistic things, but it is important to appreciate all the items you have worked hard for all of the items you have rewarded yourself with. So allow yourself to be a Taurus for a day because it's always healthy to appreciate the things that you already have. 
With that, I'm signing off of this episode. Thanks again so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. It's always so appreciated. I appreciate every single one of you and every single one of your ears. See you in the next episode. Sending love and light to all of you. Bye.